Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today is officially uh, 50 days after Pentecost, and so it's a beautiful time in the church to celebrate this beautiful feast of Pentecost, of the Holy Spirit, of the coming of the Holy Spirit, and that's what we remember today, which is really the birthday of the church, because when we think about what happened over 2,000 years ago with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit descended upon the apostles and our Blessed Mother as they were praying, and after the Holy Spirit came, they went out and preached the Word of God to all the people, and on that day, St. Peter baptized 3,000 people. That was the first day that the church, the birthday of the church, the day the church really became the church through the Holy Spirit. And so it's a beautiful day for us to remember that, uh, to thank God for the gift of the Holy Spirit and to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit is also known as the breath of God. The breath of God. Think about that. You know, when we say Holy Spirit in Chaldean, we say Ruha Qudsha. Ruha means spirit, but it can also mean breath. And so the way we can translate what the Holy Spirit is, is we can say that the Holy Spirit is the breath of the Holy One. The breath of holiness. The breath of God. And any time we see God breathing in Scripture, when He breathes in Scripture, He's giving life. How did He create Adam and Eve? With breath. He breathed into them. And they were created. And what did Jesus do at the resurrection when Jesus rose from the dead? He appears to his apostles after he has risen and he walks into this room through that door, through the walls, and he breathes on them and he says, Receive the Holy Spirit. Anytime we see this breath, it's a sign of new life because the Holy Spirit gives us life. The Holy Spirit is life giving. That's what the Holy Spirit is meant to do. What I love about this feast is what actually happens. If you look at the book of Acts chapter 2, it talks about how the Holy Spirit comes down upon the apostles and our Blessed Mother. And they're filled with these tongues of fire, this wind that comes rushing in. And they go out and they're speaking in different languages, speaking in different tongues so that everybody could understand them. Because on that day, it was a feast in Jerusalem. And Jews were coming from all over. Jews that spoke in different languages, people that had different languages, different understandings. And the apostles go out in fire, and they're excited, they're filled with joy to the point that people think they're drunk. People think they're drunk. And St. Peter says, these men are not drunk. They're filled with the Spirit. We need to be intoxicated with the Spirit. We need to be drunk with the Spirit. Oftentimes in our life, we turn to so many other substances, so many other things to fill us, to intoxicate us, and we're not being filled with the Holy Spirit. Every single one of us in this church is a temple of the Holy Spirit, unless you're not baptized. If we are all baptized Christians, at our baptism, we became temples of the Holy Spirit. That means the Holy Spirit dwells within us. The Holy Spirit lives in us through our baptism. It's one of the most beautiful things that I see in baptism, especially as a priest when I get to baptize a child. It's beautiful to be able to see how really the Holy Spirit comes down upon these children. I wish that they would stop crying, but that doesn't really happen. You know, we experience that at Mother of God, so beautiful thing. 
But it's a beautiful sight to see the Holy Spirit poured down upon these children and how it changes us. We would be nothing without the Holy Spirit. I always think of this image, right? A car is nothing without gasoline, unless you have a Tesla, right? But then it's not, your Tesla is nothing without your battery, right? We can use that expression. The Holy Spirit is our gasoline. The Holy Spirit is that battery of our soul. And just as a car would go nowhere without gas or without that battery, we will go nowhere without the Holy Spirit. We will be nothing without the Holy Spirit. We need to receive the Spirit of God constantly over and over again. And it's important to understand where that happened. It happened in the upper room. The Holy Spirit came down upon the apostles in the upper room. And what happened just maybe a couple of weeks before that, or a month or two before that, in that same upper room, Jesus took bread and wine, and he said, this is my body, this is my blood. In that same upper room, the Holy Spirit came down on them. We cannot receive the Holy Spirit unless we have the church. The church is where we receive his spirit. Every time we come to church, we should have this in our minds and our hearts that I am coming to church because I need to receive his spirit. I am coming to church because I need to receive life. I need to receive the gifts of the spirit, of wisdom, understanding, knowledge, fortitude, courage, fear of the Lord, wonder and awe the fruits of the spirit of joy and peace and gentleness, self-control. That's why we come to church, because we need His Spirit. You know, there's something that I've experienced in my life that I just always think about, and it's something I even used to say. Maybe you know the experience, right, of going on vacation. You finally get on vacation, you're sitting on that layout chair, you have a drink in your hand, and on that first day, you finally sit down. You know that for a week, you have no worries. You have nothing to think about but sitting on that layout chair with that drink in your hand, right? And you might be sitting there, and the phrase that I always hear is, wow, this is the life, right? How many times have we said that to ourselves? When we're sitting on that first day of vacation, or maybe you have a weekend away from your kids, and you're finally sitting, and you have no worries, no anxiety, no stress, and you sit there and you say, wow, this is the life. My brothers and sisters, what Jesus has revealed to me in my priesthood and in my life is that is not the life. That's not the life. Yes, it's beautiful to sit on a beach. Yes, it's beautiful to be on top of a mountain. And what Jesus has revealed to me in my life is something so beautiful. I've been blessed to travel the world. My dad always throws it in my face, okay? He says, you became a seminarian and you traveled the world. He's trying to figure out how to become a priest. <laughs> and I've traveled, right? I've been all over the world as a seminarian on different pilgrimages, on different trips. I've seen so many beautiful sights. I've been on top of mountains. I've been in oceans. I've been in beautiful places. But nothing gives me life the way the Holy Spirit does. Nothing gives me life the way the Eucharist does. Nothing gives me life the way the Word of God does. We have such a gift of life. And as I've traveled the world, and as I've been in these beautiful places, the place that's most beautiful to me is right here. Right here. 
right here in this spot, staring at this altar, staring at the Eucharist, staring at the Word of God. This is life. This is the life right here. And we need to recognize that. We need to believe that. And until we see that, we can receive the Holy Spirit here, and we receive His Spirit here so that we can be sent out and give that fire to others. Give that Spirit to others. We need His Spirit. Lastly, there's a war constantly happening. This tug of war between the Holy Spirit and the evil spirit. This constant battle that's going on over our souls. And every time we wake up, that battle is happening over and over again. We need to recognize that every single day we need the Holy Spirit. I want to challenge us this week that when you wake up, the first words out of your mouth should be, Come Holy Spirit. It's a simple prayer, a powerful prayer. Come Holy Spirit. And ask the Spirit for what you need. Maybe you need the gift of self-control. Maybe you need the gift of peace. Maybe you need the gift of joy. Whatever it is you need, when you wake up every single morning this week, you ask the Holy Spirit for that. Come Holy Spirit, give me the spirit of peace. Come Holy Spirit, give me the spirit of joy. Come Holy Spirit, give me the spirit of faith. And pray that every day for the next seven days. You will see how powerful the Holy Spirit is. You will see the war between hell and heaven going on over your soul. The most beautiful part of Mass is when the priest says, May your Holy Spirit come, O Lord. Pay attention to that action that the priest does. Every single action, every single movement that the priest does in Mass has meaning. So when the priest lifts his hands and calls down upon the Holy Spirit, that's what's happening. If we had spiritual eyes and minds, we would be seeing these walls shaking. We would see the lights going on and off. The babies would be going crazy, even crazier, right? Because that's how beautiful and that's how powerful the Holy Spirit is. And He comes into our lives to shake us, to fill us, to set us on fire. We are in this church today because the Holy Spirit wants to give us life. You know, I always think if we haven't woken up lately with joy, something is wrong. Something is wrong. I can be in a place of darkness, I can be in a place of suffering and still have joy. That is what holiness is. That everything doesn't have to be going right in my life to experience God's joy. I don't need to wait for that. And so if I'm waking up in the morning and I'm not feeling like getting up, I'm not feeling like living my life, we need the Holy Spirit. We need the Spirit of God. We need the breath of God to give us life, to give us joy, to give us peace. And that's why we're here, to receive that. So let's ask the Holy Spirit to come upon us. I just want us to close our eyes now and be in a place of openness to receive if you even want to open your hands and just receive the Holy Spirit now. As your priest, I want to pray for you to receive the Spirit of God, that breath of God right now. Come Holy Spirit and fill our hearts with your love and your joy. Father, I ask that you would send your Spirit upon my children right now, upon all of my sons and daughters who are sitting in this church as their spiritual father, Lord, I ask that you would wipe them away, that you would fill them with your spirit. Pour out upon your spirit upon them in a powerful way right now, Lord Jesus.
Lord, I ask that you would take away any spirits in your name, Lord Jesus, that are not of you. In the name of Jesus, any spirits of anxiety, stress, any inner darkness, depression, be gone right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ, any spirits of impurity, lust, drunkenness, drug abuse, any addictions be gone right now in the name of Jesus. Father, send your Holy Spirit and fill your children with your spirit right now. Fill them up from the top of their heads to the very soles of their feet. Give them new life in this Mass. Give them new breath, a new mind and a new heart to be set on fire right now, Lord Jesus, with your Holy Spirit. Slay them away with your love, with your grace, with your mercy. Help them to experience right now your love for them. Help them to know that you are embracing them, that you are holding them. Whether it's their broken marriage, their broken family, their addictions, their struggles, their weaknesses, that you are with them. So send your spirit out right now, Lord Jesus, in a powerful way. Help them to know that you are near, that you are with them, and that you send your spirit upon them now to embrace them and to send them out on fire with your love and your joy. We ask this all in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.